welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, let's get some hey, unmutes hey. and let's get some haze. Let's hey, get some hey, 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 h
Hey, say it with some conviction. Hey. 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 Come on. Hey. Come on. Hey. There it is. That was the hey. best one right there. Hey. Who did that? Do that again. Hey. That's what I'm talking about. That's an energetic hey right there. Let's get one more hey. Come on. Let's go. Hey, get hey, some hey. energy. Hey. 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 See, just imagine if we were, if we could just walk down the sidewalks and just, and just the Breakfast with Champions crew just, just screaming hey from the sidewalk. People like, what is going on? Oh, I heard that on Breakfast with Champions. They must be in the crew. You get arrested. <laughs> so, uh, super excited today. Welcome to Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. This show happens every single day, starting at 5 a.m., ending at 11 a.m. And uh, the worst thing that could ever happen is you just show up once or twice. We want you to show up every single day, uh, embed this into your morning routine so that we can keep delivering for you. My name is Bill Hauser, and I am a, uh, <laughs> I call myself a business scientist because I feel like uh, I, I just read two books this morning, woke up at 4 a.m. I'm reading this book called Masters of Scale by Reed Hoffman and this other book called No Rules Rules, uh, which is about Netflix and the culture of reinvention because I'm trying to figure out this whole business thing. Uh, for myself and, and also for the hundreds of clients that I serve. Uh, and what I want to talk about today is uh, yesterday I had a 45-minute call. This is crazy. And I wish I could play it off like it wasn't a big deal for me, but it was. Like my hand was shaking. Yesterday I had a 45-minute one-on-one call with Brian Tracy. It was insane with Brian Tracy himself, the, the personal development legend, because uh, I'm interviewing him next week on my talk show. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to tune into that interview, you can. I have the link in my Instagram bio. I put it in before, so you can uh, click the link is eventbrite.smbteam.com, and that links to my Instagram bio. This is like a bucket list item for me. He's been uh, one of the biggest transformational kind of personal development teachers I know he had such a big impact on my life um, when I was going through my darkest times. And yesterday, Brian Tracy and I, on this one-on-one -on -one call we had, we were talking about how most business owners, he, he's written over 90 books. He's authored over 90 books. He's spoken in front of 5 million people. And he has, uh, he has, uh, he has essentially been one of the leaders when it comes to business education. He wrote the number one book on goal setting. And I asked him yesterday during my one-on-one -on -one call with him. Which Brian, you just had casually name dropped, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yep. Yep. So I asked, I asked Brian yesterday, I said, I said, what what is the separator between winners and losers and and you know because he's written all these all these amazing books on business and so brian tracy looks at me in the eye he gets close to the camera it was so funny he's in his office and you'd think brian tracy is this organized guy and has there were papers thrown everywhere in the office behind him he had it was so beautiful 
hundreds and hundreds of books just stacked on his desk, like behind him. His hair was messed up. He was just like this complete visionary. I mean, it was such an amazing, I will never ever forget that 45 minute call I had with Brian and he's getting later into his years right now. And he's has some serious health problems um, that he was telling me about uh, that should be good. He just had some surgeries that kind of turned that around and he comes close to the camera and he says, Bill, there's three things that people don't understand about winning. And he leans towards the camera. Now, let me ask on stage real quick, hit the unmute button and say yes. If you want me to tell you what he said, those three things were, if not, hell yes. Yes. yes, hell yes. 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 Can I get yes. a woo woo? woo yes. Woo, okay, let's get a woo woo. And by yes. the way, that was from the one and only Glenn Lundy. Okay, I didn't ask for the woo woo. All right. That's a serious woo woo. So he, he leans towards the camera and he says, I wish, Bill, that people, number one, I wish people learned the science of achieving goals. And I was like, okay, what do you mean? Well, he's like, ever since, and he, cause he was a, Brian Tracy was able to see the pre kind of pre-internet post-internet, right? So when he, when Brian Tracy was, was kind of really a big, you know, uh, a big deal, he was only doing physical speeches in front of thousands and thousands of people. There was, there was no, you know, the internet wasn't a big deal uh, when, when he was kind of in his heyday. So he said, you know, ever since the internet has, you know, basically become, uh, you know, like water for everyone, people are now flooded with goals. They see Instagram photos of things that are quote unquote goals that they want. They see, uh, they can access Google, they can access anything at, at the touch of their fingertips. And you can now have a picture of what your goals are more clear than, than you've ever had in the past. Meaning in the past, you had to actually think about what your goals would be. Now with so much access to information with the internet, other people's goals are so easily accessible that sometimes other people's goals become your own. So his bottom line, what he was trying to express was that we don't have a goal setting problem because we have so much information now, we have so much available options, we know what exists, we know what full potential looks like with Instagram, YouTube, and all these social media platforms. The problem is nobody is studying how to actually achieve goals. And he believes that 90% of your effort should be focused on setting a very limited number of goals that are important to you rather than flooding yourself with a million vague goals that aren't important to you set a few important goals and and then actually learn how to achieve those few important goals with consistency determination persistence etc so that was the first tip he said as he's leaning towards the camera then he leans back crosses his arms and he goes you know what i'd say number two is bill it's preparation and he, and he said the word prep, he's such a good speaker. He said the word preparation like 10 times. He was like, it's preparation, preparation. You notice that the winners, they prepare. 
Okay, the best speakers, they prepare, they prepare before they go on. They prepare, they prepare. They don't just walk on and wing it in everything they do in their lives. They prepare, they prepare. And then he said, number three, which he got like kind of nerdy about, which is pretty cool to see. He's just like so excited about this topic. He goes, and then I discovered number three, which is the power of business model design. I was like, what, what do you mean by that? And then he said this statement that was, that was shocking to me. And he said that most people never question the core assumptions of their life, right? Most people never question the core assumptions of their life. What does that mean? Well, I live here. I'm in this line of business. Okay. I'm selling X product, right? The core assumptions of our life rarely get questioned. So whether you own a business or you don't, this applies to everything. This applies to where you live. This applies to, you know, what, what, where you work. Uh, this applies to what you sell. This applies if you're in business to what business you got into. This applies to what business model you operate within. The hardest thing to do is to question the things that have gotten you survival is essentially what he was saying. And he said, if, if you can figure those three things out, number one, the science of achieving goals, right? The science of actually getting those goals, uh, get, getting those, getting your few important goals executed, right? Then, then you will be that, that you will be wildly more successful, right? Um, so I, I just wanted to share that with everyone because it, it is, it is, it, it's, it's very rare that you get to talk to someone who has coached 5 million people trying to achieve their goals in life and wrote the number one best-selling book on goal setting in the world um, and, and giving you kind of that, that piece of advice um, as, to, as to how to kind of advance your life. Now, now, one of the things that's really hard in this whole process is mindfulness. And this is what I wanted to share with everyone, everyone today. Mindfulness is actually hard. And mindfulness is the ability to question those core assumptions in your own life. So when I was preparing for today's speech, like today's session with everyone, I was thinking to myself, like, mindfulness is actually pretty hard because mindfulness is the unemotional awareness of thoughts and sensations. So I, you know, I've meditated for over six years now, every single day. And, and that's really what mindfulness helps you do. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. It helps you become aware of your current thoughts and your current sensations without judgment. 
without criticism attached. Does that make sense, everyone? Can I get a yes? Yes. yes. Let me get some more yes. 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 Thank you. Yeah. So, mindfulness is actually hard because my, the more mindful you are, the more you're going to actually question the things that other people would never question in your life. Right. And I, and I'm sharing that because you may be doing the wrong thing. You may be going up the wrong ladder. Is the ladder going up the right building? Right. And I'm asking you this so you can get into a reflective state. Like, is the ladder of your life going up the right building? Because the worst thing you could ever do is dedicate your entire life to becoming extremely productive at the wrong thing. Right? Now, this even applies, like, for example, we have this, we have this uh, SaaS product that, that we have, uh, which is called Review Judge. It's, it's a review platform for attorneys. And, you know, we have this SaaS, this SaaS product and, you know, getting, questioning the core assumptions of a product or service that you sell is not an easy process. It's not comfortable. But... The, sometimes the byproduct, I'm trying to put words on something that's very kind of complicated and, 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 and not often talked about, is questioning the core assumptions of your life, questioning the core assumptions of your business, asking if they are the right core assumptions. The method through which you do that is by becoming more mindful of those core assumptions, right? And those core assumptions will materialize in thoughts that you have. And the scariest materialization is a belief because a belief is often silent. I'll say that again. Like we are run by our beliefs in our lives. A belief is scary and a big opportunity at the same time because you can have limiting beliefs. A lot of people talk about limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs oftentimes are silent. So I'm going to try to articulate something that I hope has a huge impact on everyone today that, that I discovered actually over the weekend when I was meditating, I, we, we rented out this cabin in the mountains and I was meditating and I had this epiphany as to why anxiety is a gift. Why anxiety is such a powerful tool, probably one of the top tools for a human being. And here's why. If, mindfulness in your life allows you to question the core assumptions in your life that are holding you back. And if a core assumption is actually a belief, that's what I'm saying. A core assumption in your life is always attached to a belief. Well, you're in this line of business. Well, there is a belief that supports the fact that you chose to go into the line of business that you're in. There's some survival based belief 
that caused you to put two and two together to decide I'm going to be in this line of business. The belief attached, the belief that is attached to that core assumption of your life, like for example, the line of business that you got into, okay, that belief can be limiting you. Now, does anyone think that it feels good or bad? Let me ask you guys to unmute in a second. Does it feel good or bad when you become aware of the fact that maybe for two, three, four, five years of your life, you've been running your life on a faulty or limiting belief? Does that feel good or bad to become aware of the fact that you've been running on a limiting belief in your life? Bad, then good. Both. Exactly. Bad. Bad then good was a Dream. really, really, yeah. Dream. Bad then good, I think, was a great description of that. Bad at first. Oh, crap. I got to change things. And then the bad, the bad emotion is really just the feeling of anxiety. It's a feeling of, crap, I got to change things. I've been, I've been running my life on a faulty belief or I've been running my life on a limiting belief which has created this core assumption, which has created my current reality. Right? So this all comes from you becoming more mindful of the current status of your life and the assumptions that produced it and those beliefs that are attached to those assumptions. Now, when we come, we come aware of a negative or, or a limiting belief, that produces anxiety. That is why I'm telling you anxiety is a gift. Right? Anxiety is a gift. If you are feeling anxious, overwhelmed, okay, don't know what to do next, don't know what your next big move is, and that feeling of anxiety, if you use it, is the greatest tool. That feeling of anxiety is what's going to cause you to pick up books. That's, that's what's going to cause you to seek out mentors. That's, that's what's going to cause you yeah. to go well, I won't touch advance. those during the show. What you want to do? Yeah, I was learning. Think about that. No anxiety. Like, why would you, why would you read books or, or seek out mentors or, or try to advance your life if you weren't trying to solve something? So if you're not feeling anxious at all, it probably means you're not growing fast enough. So becoming aware of, of limiting beliefs produces anxiety, which produces the need for answers for finding answers. I interviewed a guy yesterday on my talk show who, who does $40 million a year, largest personal injury lawyer in Kentucky. And he said, he said, he's just been on a quest as he's built this market dominating business with, you know, hundred employees or whatever, uh, it, it, as a law firm. And he said, I've just been on this long lasting quest build to find answers. Like who's got my next answer? I, I, I always say that who's got my answers that will produce the outcomes of my life. 
Now, what else produces the need for this insatiable learning? Well, having big goals that scare the crap out of you. Like if you want to get into that place where you're feeling a little anxious, set, set a bigger goal, commit to that bigger goal, right? These two things combined becoming, becoming completely from a detached perspective, very detached, not emotionally wrapped up in what you're currently doing in your life. And, and just inspecting it from a mindful perspective, this is the reality of my life. And I'm, I'm willing to look at and inspect any of these beliefs that are attached to where I'm currently, what I'm currently doing, whether they're a positive belief or a negative belief. So belief awareness creates anxiety, which is a tool and setting really big goals and committing to them is another production source of anxiety, which is a tool. Now, you could call it energy, you can call it whatever you want to call it. Like when you look at the, the people who are the fastest people making progress in this life, they are using anxiety as a tool. So I hope I've made my point clear there. Now, there's a difference in quality of anxiety, okay? Let's, let's explain this difference. Like everyone thinks anxiety is a bad thing. It's not, it's, it's again, a tool. There is bad anxiety. There's good anxiety, right? Bad anxiety is what is this person thinking of me right now? What if I get laughed at right now? That's, that's BS. That, that's not good anxiety. That doesn't help you. That doesn't serve you. It would be smart for you to become mindful of whatever thoughts are attached to inappropriate anxiety because the, the human brain will discard. This is why meditation works. The human, the human brain, the mind, once it becomes aware of a thought that is not serving you any longer, it will let go of that thought naturally without you having to do it. Over time, it won't happen immediately, but if there's a thought or a belief in your life that is not serving you and you become aware of it, and you keep becoming aware of it and you look at it, you don't avoid it. See what a lot of people do is they mistake busyness for productivity, right? What a lot of people do is we work so much to drown out all these things in our life that we haven't questioned. So we just fill our calendar up and stay busy and, you know, meet with the same people we met with last week and, and just stay busy and stay busy and stay busy and stay busy and stay. And our conscious mind stays filled with activity, 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 activity. Is anyone here guilty of this? I know I am. Say yes. If you've ever done this before, we are busy. Yes. But you're not yes, questioning yes, stuff yes, enough. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Guilty. Yeah, we're all because we're all high performers at breakfast with champions. We're all pushers, right? If you're here right now, you're a pusher. You're interested in personal development. Only less than 1% of humans on earth are interested in the topics we're talking about right now. You're here for a reason. The risk of being a high performer is you fill your life with busy work. 
and you don't make true progress. True progress hurts in the beginning. True progress doesn't start with a win. It usually starts with the, the opposite of a win because the payment for going through the challenges is the feeling of the win, the contrast, right? So qual let's talk, so non-quality anxiety is, what are they thinking of me? Are they gonna laugh at me, Blah, or whatever. That would be social anxiety, okay? Quality anxiety is just different questions. The anxiety didn't go anywhere. You still are always going to have that heightened awareness that people with anxiety that, that, that have that, it's a gift and everyone in business knows how to use it better. So high quality anxiety is, okay, what's my competitor gonna do next? What if a new disruptive change comes to my industry? How can I, how can I be a first mover? What if this new idea we came up with does X and has Y impact and da 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 and we capitalize on this? Now notice, there's an energy behind thoughts like that. Still, there's a driving force behind it, right? The questions are just better. So I'm, I'm here to tell like everyone, and, and I've learned this in my own journey, and I'm just sharing what this, this lesson I've learned, is don't run from negative emotions. Stop filling your calendar with busy work and, and running from negative emotions. Negative emotions are a sign that something great is coming, that progress is happening. Like negative emotions are a sign that you've committed to something bigger than you that you now have to step up to. Someone on mute and say, step up. Step, step up. up. Step, step up. up. Step up. Oh, sorry. Did you hear? Okay. No negative emotions. You're not making progress fast enough. The relationship to negative emotions is more important than the emotion itself. If you are just cool as a cucumber, negative emotion pops up in your life, cool as a cucumber, you're like, okay, no problem. Hey, no problem, man, let's hang out. Let's hang out, anxiety, let's hang out. Fear, I learned this from C.T. Fletcher. He, uh, I think he has the world record for the bench press. C.T. Fletcher said, hello, fear. Hello, doubt. Come on, come, come on, hang out with me for a day. Let's go. Come on, buddy. You ain't going anywhere. Right? Because the fear, the doubt, it, it's not going to go anywhere. Elon Musk said this in the interview. He said, I don't, I feel fear quite strongly. I just do what I set out to do in spite of the fear. Remember? Courage, fear is wetting your pants. Courage is doing what you set out to do with wet pants, right? So, so go get you some fear. Actually, like go and find things that are scary. Like when I had severe anxiety disorder at one point in my life, it's funny, the thing that cured me from that 
was doing more scary stuff. Like if there was one thing that helped me overcome anxiety, this was like uh, almost 10 years ago now. One thing was learning sales. Because sales caused me to get completely out of my head in the moment, facing the rejection that I was fearing. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.